Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. Uh, if you want, you can find me on the internet at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm the guest. I'm Johnny. Um, you can find me on Twitter and then subsequently everywhere else on at Johnny P. And I also host the Austin Powers Minute. Cool. Say it with more oomph next time. Yeah, you don't have to. You gotta whisper it. Yeah, you don't have to whisper because now people are gonna be like, "Why is she? Why did she say? Why is her volume so low? Is that a whisper podcast? (laughs) It's just an ASMR where my voice is messed up every week because I have a cold. It's an entire podcast dedicated to just the whisper song by the Yin Yang Twins. Oh my god. Oh, see that? Now you got loud for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Now people hear that. Because that was a travesty. What are we doing today, Nate? That's a good song. (laughs) <laughs> um, today we're talking about minute number 112 of Dawn of Justice. The minute's going to start out with KG Beast uh, turning around to acknowledge Lois in a very sinister way, if you ask me. I didn't mean to block your side over there. Um, the minute's going to end with uh, Lois arriving atop the LexCorp tower via helicopter. It's a very LexCorp, Lex Luthor minute. This is the entire villain minute. Uh, the way it starts out, it starts with like that dramatic turn of KGBs where he's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like, it's been me this whole time. <laughs> I am but a so, simple janitor who is also a double agent. You thought my name was Clay. It's not. It's oh, you get it? Because his name's Clay. I don't know. Clay Man. There's a lot of Batman. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's. And he's in disguise kind of thing. Clay Enos. Clay Enos. There you go. And he's in disguise. Matches Malone style. Matches Malone. Um, Lois Lane is surprised to realize that it is none other than the dude with sunglasses from the Nairobi incident. Uh, a security guard who's not a security guard captures her, kidnaps her again, just like in Man of Steel. Although it's not called kidnapping, apparently. And uh, yeah, the abductor. Is that a real scar on his face? For the actor? Yeah, I don't even know if I've ever noticed that before. You'd have to go look at and see how he looks in like Winter actual Soldier. regular pictures? Yeah, I think that's fake. I think... Yeah, I don't think he had it on in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, do you know what the uh, what the janitor- janitorial staff and their mother's tag is? Nice deep <laughs> cut there, Nate. <laughs> what does it say? I don't know. I can't read it. You have better quality on this stuff than I do. Oh, uh, you're talking about on the van, right? Because the van... No, no, the van I, I did have, ask I about have the that. van. You got the van? I got the van. Is that today or tomorrow? No, that's, that's today. today. I got what the is van. The, what does his patch say on his jumpsuit? It says Patches Malone. What the fuck? It'd be great if it did. Oh, man. This is the Daily Planet on the left. No, it doesn't. On the left one? It says yeah, it says Clay is his name tag and then like the company or whatever. It says Daily Planet. I'm looking hey, at it right guess now. Guess what? You then that just me. solved exactly where she is. She's in the Daily Planet building. Is she? It says Daily Planet on it. Why do they need a helicopter then? That's my main question. I don't know if I want to ask that right Cause, now because we can ask it a little bit later. They want to be really cool about it. Oh, maybe like you want to hear something really creepy? She got kidnapped where she works in the one yeah, place that you think you're really safe. That's really messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. But I'm trying to piece this together. We last saw Lois in the hotel room. Getting ready to leave DC. Yeah, right. So she left so she and went. At the same, wasn't that the same night where we first saw Lex on the tower with the ball? How close is DC to Metropolis? I think she just got back. 
I think it's like New York and DC. So like a quick like quick you could jaunt. take a helicopter from yeah. DC to to Metropolis and, like, and land on the LexCorp Tower. That's what mm-hmm. I thought was going on here. I thought she was still in DC. No, but she's in she's in, in Metropolis now. No one needs to be in DC anymore because the the bombing happened. It would kind of yeah. make sense <laughs> that um she came back to her place of work to like here's all my notes. Here's my pitch for the story of tomorrow. Oh, you know what? No, remember she left DC and she was calling Janet. Mm-hmm. And she was, Standing. Janet was in DC. Yeah. And she was at the Daily Planet. So like that was that same day and she probably was working all day. Because she went back to go leaving. investigate Wallace Keefe's apartment mm-hmm. in Metropolis. Yep. Yep. Now I'm piecing it together. Or wherever he lives. See, this is why we do this. This is why we do this podcast. We figured it out, guys. And what is it? I, I was telling you, I've watched this movie so many times, but I still find new things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, what is the janitorial company that's called the Terrio, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, janitorial, um, it's like his, the van, um, it's a deep cut to Chris Chris Terrio for his script writing and editing contributions. Um, it might not be an award out. It might not be official, but they, everybody speculated that Zack Snyder straight up was just like, I'm going to throw it to you because you were the cleanup crew for our script. What? So I'm going to make you the janitorial van, like namesake thing. I like how you validated why they got named that. What? So that was cool. I like that. So, yeah. Anyone a fan of uh, KGB's tattoos? Because I am. I just, the one on his throat, it's like, it's not even on his throat. It's like that weird little space where your throat and your collarbone meet. Uh, that's called something. Your this voice, is your s- sternum and then... Um, it's the thing that they poke if you can't breathe. Yeah. It's the thing you press when you want to have a smoker's voice. I have that right now, so I'm good. What was... Wasn't there... Oh, man. I it's where the, you have... It's your trachea. Yeah. It's where you I have your like tracheotomy. Was, oh, that's a dinosaur from the Cretaceous period. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I got on this kick of of minute numbers and trying to find their respective comic book. Is Lois getting kidnapped in this 112? I don't know. I've only, I haven't done all the research yet because I just typed in Batman and I don't know why because my mind's going crazy and it's silly. And it's like, there's like two Batmen and like they're both confused as to which one is the real Batman. And I don't know if it's like <laughs> supposed to be KGB's being Wait, in disguise. Check, I don't know. check Superman That's, 112. Yeah, I was going to. It doesn't, they can't all match up. I know they can't. But. Because it's a movie, but I think you nailed it yesterday with 111. Yeah, so I should just stop. But what if they do, it's cool if like 111 is like Batman, 112 is Superman, 113 is Batman again. What I will do is I'll check Action Comics 112. Oh, yeah, yeah, do yeah that. Superman is just uh, a yeah. Superman tug of warring with Samson, Hercules, and... Uh, that's uh, that's mythologically relevant. Atlas. Yeah, there's nothing um, for the the Friday minute. Yeah, but uh, Superman Action Comics one twelve just has a picture of Lois getting kidnapped. No, <laughs> Superman. Hel- Superman is a chess piece, and so is hey Mr. Mixiplex or whatever. His name. Oh, you can't Mixy Pixel. No, that's mix not a, Mix a no, no, no. Harper Harris Mantic? pronounced it correctly. Yeah, he did, and I applaud him. Shots uh, out. What is it? How do you even spell it? It's Mr. Mix, man. You just yeah. got you to make it simple, Mr. and you got to make it sound like you know what you're talking about. I thought so, it was Mixiplex. Sir Mix-a-Lot? Yeah, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Okay. Anyways, they're chess pieces, and they're fighting each other. 
So maybe you can force your way into that parallel. Yeah, for sure. The what I really pieces. um we get a incredible view of Metropolis at night and it's just as much of a sea of buildings as it was in Man of Steel. It is an endless just forest of buildings. It is massive. Isn't it supposed to be kind of like New York? <clears throat> or was is that Gotham? Gotham's like Chicago. Gotham is like uh, Jersey New, City. New Jersey. Oh. Jersey City. Jersey City. That's true. So where we were staying, yeah. we were that's like Gotham. It feels like that a little bit. Kind of. Um, you guys stayed in New Jersey? We stayed in, in Jersey, Jersey City. City across the bay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you know when uh, Clark goes on that little ferry uh-huh. to skip over to Gotham? Basically it, that. Earlier in the You film. were on that ferry? <laughs> yeah, there's the same ferry. It's the same ferry? You were in the oh, movie? Oh, yeah. I was next to Henry Cavill. Hey. That's a dream, right? <laughs> it is the dream. Um, <laughs> so we we get the, the incredible Lex Luthor theme again. It comes back. But it has this really weird change because you don't hear uh, what seems like more of like a a more unified orchestra version. I heard more Superman in it. Yeah, right. Like, the right halfway, theme. you hear a version of the song that you don't hear in the actual soundtrack, um, which isn't, which is really odd. You know, let's see if I can bring it up. Whoa, yeah, it's I'm so playing. loud! You don't hear that the, ever. The, the crescendos. You don't yeah. hear like the actual, because normally in the film you hear like the junky XL, like the mm-hmm. twangy, like bam, just, bam, yeah. Bam. Check out our outro song. If you haven't listened all the yeah. way through, <laughs> listen to the end because what hey, you hear. Sometimes the- I put funny comments at the end of the show, so you should listen to you all just the way. Them sometimes in you gotta listen. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, because Johnny was our guest, where we had the bonus scene at or the bonus clip at the end of Man of Steel, minute thirty or something. And I don't know if anyone's ever heard that, but there is a bonus clip at the end of that minute. Is there really? Am I in it? Yeah, no, we talked to, the whole. We talked about the- naming your contacts after presidents. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if anyone's ever heard that. I hope they go listen oh to it now. God. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. Go to back that. to Man of Steel minute whatever Johnny's in, and uh, <laughs> at the end after the song ends, sometimes we include clips, but not all the time. Yeah, um, keep you on your toes. Keep you on keep, your toes. Keep you, you want that, keep you want that secret bonus content yeah. <laughs> that has no relevancy to what we're doing. It's just funny. Um, so uh, yeah, I one of my favorite shots of this is seeing the LexCorp sign. Through the helicopter window. You know what I'm talking about? It's a, mm-hmm. a location establishment. Yeah, but but it feels cool. It reminds me of... Have you ever been on that old King Kong ride in oh, Universal Studios yeah. where you're in the subway trolley? Yeah. And you see, like, the New York City. Like, that was one of the coolest rides ever. Yeah, that was a really good it's ride. It's like you felt like you were in New York City and Kong was in there. And, like, every time you turned a corner, it was, like, this giant monster mm-hmm. in... Like in the midst of buildings and helicopters, and <sighs> the special effects was on point back in the yeah. day. Go check it out on YouTube. I think the ride throughs on there. Yeah, and they also explained how you can be inside the Kong suit while it did its thing, and it's like that's crazy. Physics, man, is so neat. Um, then we get that beautiful shot of Lois Lane looking out again, like an over-the-shoulder shot of her looking out the window, and we see the helipad, and we see that one tiny human being in the entire universe that hey, is challenging god. Don't call him tiny. Oh. But like think about that. Think about like the scope of seeing this tiny little 
like little action figure yeah, like but tiny he, little miniature isn't he supposed to be like genius level intellect mensa member lex luther yeah i'm not we're not discrediting his intellect versus him as a character but it's his physical stature but I get it. I, I, what i'm doing is I'm, I'm like i'm pointing out his size amongst the universe the ocean of buildings yeah, yeah. and like look at this right. tiny man who is like so evil and so like set on destroying a lot of things that are like mm-hmm. good and like this shot best describes him because you this guy right here this tiny little ant. You're really, you're really hating on Lex Luthor right now. I think he's just having a realization of the shot right here. This is, I mean, I think it's really cool because one of y'all said, I can't remember what it was, but like this man is, you know, standing on top of this building and challenging God. He is touching the heavens He's literally right now. towering over the yeah. entire like and, uh, metropolitan area. This is or like whatever. his uh, Tower of Babel. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's reached up into the heavens. He's done it. Mm-hmm. And you know Superman, um, Clark Kent, he wrote a paper in this universe. Um, he didn't want this building built. He was like, he's using his journalism to like be an activist. Yeah, to be an activist lines. against Lex Luthor. Pen is mightier than the sword, if you exactly. will. Exactly. He was not about this tower being built. And I have uh, a textbook that's called that for a journalism class when I was in college. There's a textbook called Mightier Than the Sword. <laughs> <laughs> for all you journalists out there for, oh. for serious i think i still have it in the in our bookshelf that's just so man cliche yeah who yeah. who had that job and naming that book mm. the publishing company themselves mm-hmm. it had to have been and they were like what are we gonna call it maybe that's is that a theme for the wonder woman film pen is mightier than the sword because the god killer was kind of just like hey you don't really need that what was her pen <laughs> the like the compassion you're uh, it's, no i think there's no. a love trumps hate kind of yeah. thing more so than pen don't is mention that <laughs> word ever on my podcast <laughs> the h word hate? Oh. get out oh, oh okay yeah i guess really that kind of ruins that word anyway anyways <laughs> speaking about megalomaniacs uh oh good one you want to talk about uh good old lex luther here I have so much to say in the subsequent. Would you vote subsequent... for Lex as president? No. No, Nate's <laughs> blood is boiling because he wants to say yes. Okay. I think okay, you wait, have wait, to. wait, 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 wait. This Lex Luthor or the Lex Luthor that actually got elected president in the animated series. Oh, hang on. I'm thinking just of... Lex Luthor in general. No, you can't have just. Lex you can't because they're they're like it's almost two separate. I'd vote for this one. Oh. I would vote for the other one. I wouldn't vote for this one. I would vote for the animated series. There's some universes where Slade Wilson becomes president. That's weird. He would do his duty. I think he would do too much duty. Lex Luthor in the animated series, okay, we could negotiate this one. No. Nope. Mm -mm. He's he's a little bit too much off his rocker already at such a young age. I would have voted Senator Finch for president for sure. Yeah, even Holly Hunter has my vote. Nah, I don't know. I think she's like the senator would have been a little too conservative. Listen, Johnny, you didn't spend sixty minutes talking about Senator Finch on this podcast. She's from the state that I'm actually physically from. Democrat. (laughs) She was great. God rest her soul. What? Oh man. 
Now I can't remember if it was um, hmm. Clancy Brown or Richardson doing cause the they voice. Changed, yeah, because they changed up Lex Luthor's voice in like one of the animated movies, and I think that's what's throwing me off. Uh, so, were you talking about who who did the president Lex Luthor? Yeah, Are you trying to, to differentiate which vocal actor you want to? Um, he's vote not as president. president. <laughs> he's not. He's not president in All Star Superman, right? I'm in the book? I can't remember when he's president. I, what, if you guys know in the Listener Society, let he's us know. Is often. it in the Justice yeah, League yeah, often. Happen, yeah, animated happens, series? Happens a bunch, kind of. But anyway, I. Yeah, I would vote for Lex Luthor. Um, this one? Probably any of them. This one, it's questionable, <laughs> but it's also like. Oh, maybe not this one because he's so careless with human lives. He's definitely got collusion with the Russians, so... <laughs> um, at least in the animated one, it was a kid cartoon, and like you couldn't have that Lex Luthor just bombing... Randomly killing people, yeah. Crippling yeah, governments overnight kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you couldn't really do that. So like that's a that's a safer bet, Lex Luthor. It's just he's obsessed over killing Superman. So like I guess you got to deal with that. Hey, I mean, are you going to do your job on Lex one day, Luther? or are you just going to go run off like and just try to kill Superman again? Like, you got a job to do, Lex. Come why on. doesn't Superman ever run for president? Because that that's a, a conflict of interest. Who cares? What do nope. you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, he could, um, he's eligible to run. But the thing is, like, I think he would feel like that's conflict of interest. Because he, he saves people all over the world, right? So but globally, not all, the time. not all the time, but globally, it would be an act of, like, politicism for him to be the president and also saving people out of his country. Yeah. So that would be very diplomatically. It'd be the the Ubermensch. See, me as a, like, if I was writing and I wanted a story, but it's like, yeah, so let's make my character and let's say, uh, well, Wonder Woman, because I think at one point she becomes like an ambassador, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're a superhero and yeah, I can be, I am Wonder Woman, I am a superhero, but I know I can also help in politics and I can also like make things better in the political system. So like Hank McCoy. So in my day job, can I be a politician and actually make changes from there? And so I don't see why not Superman could, instead of being Clark Kent, the reporter be Superman, but also be politician. I don't know. Would I vote for Superman as, as the president or any sort of politician? I don't know. At least by at <laughs> least in those lines, he does have to be restrained. Like he, those do keep him in check of his political power, at least. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so many people who have malicious intent as politicians that he wouldn't agree with. Yeah. That's going to control his actions, so he won't want to be president if his actions are controlled by malicious people. It honestly, unless he wants the restraint, it would have to be like there's no other way you would have. To, it would have to be a Kent Wayne party. Like you have what he didn't yeah. have to affiliate with Wayne. Yeah, you do. Well, in order for money. Superman to have no, no, not even money. In order for Superman to be in those in that position to make all these decisions that he needs to make, especially with like running a, a populace of people and and like a country, in the more quote unquote American way. Yeah, you need Bruce by your side, man. You keep you in check. I'm the kind of person that you can't have Superman without Batman. So I take them as a pair. But that's just me. So, hey, you want Superman president? Yeah, but Bruce better be right on your back. Bruce Wayne would make an excellent vice, prin- vice principal, vice president. 
You make a vice print vice, <laughs> <laughs> a vice president. Why not a president? I'd vote for Bruce Wayne over Definitely. Superman. I would too. Automatically. Uh, no, I, but he's got too much shade. I don't like that we're talking about voting for them. This is silly. Can we stop? Yeah, we can stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you'd be too shady. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I wouldn't. Bruce Wayne wouldn't have my vote. What? What is Lex Luthor if not? Was shady? that like a? Hang on, was the shady joke like it's supposed to be like a shadow thing for Batman? It's sure. It could have been both. <laughs> Anyways, we uh, we arrive with Lois Lane at the helipad. Yeah. Okay. Did we already discuss where she was? She was at the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And why does she need a helicopter? Theatrics. To Lex- <laughs> I guess it's theatrics. It's Lex is all about theatrics. And I, maybe you can't. Can you get to the helipad? Like without from the ground, yeah. From without having a helicopter, is yeah. there like a like a you have to private be able to elevator? Get to the helicopter somehow. Oh duh! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah. So he's got like a private, like presidential suite up top that mm-hmm. opens up to the helipad. Probably. It's like where his office is. You know, I've always liked in New Fifty Two where they Tim Drake works for LexCorp. I've always liked that. Just putting that out there. It's because Tim Drake's your favorite. Yeah, we but also... Know. And he's smart. Yeah, he was like <laughs> smart enough to go work for the yeah. enemy. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. But, yeah, we're here. We're at LexCorp in Metropolis. This beautiful black helicopter comes down. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this one. Do you guys have anything else? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. Cool. You think the number on the helicopter means anything? Oh, the 508 MS or whatever? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Obviously, I'm going to say Man of Steel, but I don't know. MS? Oh, Man of Steel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Nate, you want to wrap up the show? Yeah, if you liked what you heard today, um, you might like our other shows that we do. You can find all those on twooldmedia.com. Um, they are also streaming on Spotify. The titles of those... Our uh, Tarantino Minute, where Mark and I and Mike go through Quentin Tarantino's movies by each individual minute. Um, There's another show on there called Austin Powers Minute, where this lovely lady, gal, toots, (laughs) baby, does her own podcast. Puddin? Puddin? Yeah. Weird. Um, Yeah, you can find that all on there. And uh, don't forget, we also have a Patreon where we do bonus episodes of uh, all the shows and a uh, bonus episode where a bunch of us sit down and talk. And uh, yeah, you can find all of that, again, on twooldmedia.com. Go check out the Listener Society on Facebook, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, and we will catch you here tomorrow on DC Cinematic Minute.